and rising i pray everybody is well i pray everybody got some good good sleep i pray everybody enjoyed the conversation yesterday as a matter of fact i have had so much messages so much conversation so much feedback um in regard to the conversation yesterday and um i'm excited to see where it leads us and i want to hear from married women single women broken women healed women married men single men broken men healed men um because i feel that the only way that we can really continue the conversation is if we if we have real people connecting and speaking and sharing their stories and their journeys and their testimonies so if that is you and you feel like you got something you want to say you got something you can share you got something that relationships have taught you um then let's have a conversation because ultimately i feel that it's a great thing to be able to speak about or hear people speak from the point of view that I don't know, maybe we want a being or that we feel is a great place to be, but actually there are people that are scared to commit. There are people that are scared to commit and, and would admit it, you know? There are people that have attracted toxic relationship after toxic relationship after toxic relationship after toxic relationship. And, you know, they're asking the question why, or, you know, what is happening? And I just think that as much views, opinions, understandings we can get from people, we can maybe build a healthier picture of relationships as a whole, a healthier picture of marriage and, um, you know, long-term relationships as a whole. Um, so yeah, the conversation will continue next week, Wednesday. We will look at another part of relationships, you know. We want to talk about parenthood and roles and, you know, does that affect who we are and the responsibilities and it's going to be fun. So yeah, that conversation will continue next week, Wednesday. But for now, this morning, we are talking about kickstarting our day. And today, the message is really that there is power in mastery. I am coming into the awareness more and more and more that actually whether you choose to quit or whether you choose to continue with something, there is pain in either in either place. Um, we just have to ask ourselves what kind of pain are we willing to experience? And I was saying this to my people in 5am club this morning that actually one pain is more painful and from my experience, the pain of quitting, the pain of not taking that step, the pain of not moving is worse than the pain that it takes to make a decision that is healthy for you, to make a decision that guides you, to make a decision that makes you feel alive and awake and, you know, like you're living a purpose-filled life. And the reason why I've been doing these clubhouse rooms in the morning is because I really, really, really have come to the awareness over years that how we start our day really does set the tone for the rest of the day. And we just need to be willing to have a good day. When we choose to have a good day, where we choose to say, you know what, I'm gonna make some great decisions today. I'm gonna make great decisions, just great things. I'm gonna put in some great habits and we continue that momentum before you know it, from decision to decision, from thought to thought, we have built up a day. Now with that day, and we go to sleep and we're like, right, we've had a great day. We just need to decide to do the same thing tomorrow and the same thing the day after and the same thing the day after. I feel that sometimes we are so focused on the end. 
we are so focused on what it needs to look like at the end. But the truth of the matter is in the mix, in the moment, second to second, minute to minute, if we just get better at making the next best decision, that next best decision becomes a great day. And then those great days become great weeks. And those great weeks become great months and those great months become great years. And before you know it, your life has shifted. I think that we can sometimes sit down and think that we want an end result, but we're not willing to wake up every day and decide good decisions in that day. And this can go for our careers. This can go for family decisions. This can go for relationships. This can go for any place that we are in our lives right now. Are we willing to just make some good decisions and stick to them? And from those good decisions, are we able to build a good day? And from that good day, are we able to create good weeks? And from that good week, are we able to create great months? And from those great months, are we able to create good years? We absolutely are, but we have to be willing to give ourselves permission. And this is where it steps into mastery. The thing about mastery is, it's good in the beginning because when you do like what I've just said and you start to build the momentum of, wow, I'm having good days. Oh my God, I'm having good weeks. Oh shit, you know what? I've actually had some good months. I've been good. And you kind of get used to that momentum of like in the beginning, it's easy. And it's so crazy because some people are like, no, it's not. But it actually is easy when you stay focused on what it is that you're doing. It's hard when you are not moving. It's hard when you're just thinking about it. It's hard when you are sitting down thinking of all the reasons why you should move and all the reasons why you shouldn't move. So you're balancing your excuses with execution. But when you drop the excuses and you focus on execution, it's actually very easy because the results come quickly. I heard something yesterday and it says um, change. It literally said, I think change happens in a moment but results require time and so in the moment that you decide to change it's easy and in the moment that you do the action that requires or or um requires you to change it's easy the hard bit comes when you've had that good day you've had them good weeks you've had them good months and you've had a great year and because you've had a great year you fall off because you haven't had a great year, you stop doing all of the things that got you to there. Because you've had a great good couple of months or good couple of weeks, you stop doing those things that allowed you to create that change. And this is why we don't reach mastery. This is why we don't allow ourselves to master things. And it's even worse that we live in a microwave culture. The microwave culture makes us believe that we don't really have to put that much work in. We should put in just enough to get the results and then that's it. And that's why so much of us fall off. And whether this is your weight loss journey, whether this is your dream, whether this is your relationship, whether this is um, a journey with self, I want to have this conversation in this morning to encourage you to not just move to change, to not just move to get results, but are you willing to hit mastery? Are you willing to master something? 
Are you willing to put the time, energy and effort in that you can become a master at that thing, that you can do it with your eyes closed? It happens so often that we get to a place where we get a result. So you might set a challenge. I set a lot of people around me challenges, right? We're going to do a 40 day challenge, a hundred day challenge, a 60 day challenge. And they get to that day and maybe just a little bit past it. And that's it. They're out. They fall off because it then actually gets hard again because in the beginning it was easy in the middle you kind of want to fall off sometimes and you keep encouraging yourself to go because you've got a marker but then you hit that 100 days you hit that 40 days you hit that 90 days and within the next 10 you're falling off because you're not giving yourself the um, space to master something we get comfortable in relationships we get to a place where, oh, we've got the kids. Oh, we've got the ring. Oh, we've got the jobs or the careers that we wanted. But are we still putting time, energy, effort into making that relationship exciting, into growing in that relationship, into creating opportunities in that relationship? Are we still doing all of those things? Or are we just there falling off? And I think that it's easy to get results. All you've got to do is be consistent and persistent and the results will come. It's a law. Some people don't think it's easy to get results because they're not putting the time, the energy and the effort in in the beginning. So they're not allowing themselves to reach that place of being able to achieve or experience or get results. But the truth of the matter is, can you get results because um, you're willing to put that time, energy and effort in? Yes, you can. And you always will, because you're always getting results on where you put your energy anyways. But can you master something? Are you willing to dream bigger? Are you willing to dig deeper? Are you willing to stay up longer? Are you willing to wake up earlier so that you can become a master of your craft, a master of your talents, a master of your skills? Because I don't know if you guys have heard the saying that talent, right, is nothing compared to hard work. So hard work always beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Now, I personally don't believe in hard work. I believe in hard work. So my heart guides me on what to do. My heart allows me to be able to say, this is my next move. This is where I need to go. This is where I need to speak my truth. This is where I need to be vulnerable. This is where I need to be open more. But in order for my heart to lead me, I have to be willing to have a relationship with my heart. I have to be willing to listen to my heart. I have to be willing to recognize that life in life, I'm gonna experience pain. In life, I'm gonna experience disappointment. In life, I'm gonna experience things that allow me to feel sometimes less than I am or to doubt myself or to not to believe in humanity or the world or people or things. But because I have that level of awareness, I'm always uncovering it. So like, what do I really believe underneath all of that? And because I'm constantly asking myself these quality questions, because I'm constantly willing to address the condition of my heart, that is why I can take decisions, make decisions, trust decisions that are coming from that place. And because my heart is pure in alignment to who I really am, in alignment to the creator and what he has and desires for me, I know that it will never lead me astray. 
And because of that, I have a commitment to myself, right? To my creator, to everything, to continue to put my best foot forward. And in putting my best foot forward, results are going to come. They have to. It's a law. But guess what? You can also get comfortable. You can get very comfortable because you get what you want. I just want to say this to people that don't believe this. I want you to start to recognize and understand you get everything that you want. But my point is, are you willing to master it? Are you willing to go above and beyond to do what it takes to be able to recognize that the result isn't just your portion? The result isn't the end. I remember when I was growing up and I just remember watching so many girls and all they wanted was a baby. And I was like, what? Why do you want a baby? And whether it was they thought that was going to keep the man, whether they thought that was going to give them value, whether they thought that was going to give them purpose. Being a parent is a lifetime journey. A few years ago, I used to be counting down till my children got to 18, counting it down as if at 18, I get to unleash them into the world and I'm no longer a parent, right? I went shopping yesterday and as I was walking around with the biggest trolley ever, I was like, damn man, I can't wait for my children to be big <laughs> because half of the trolley was so much for them. And then I really thought about it and I thought, when they're 18, my oldest son in three years, um, do, is there certain things that are really gonna shift? Not really. Is my heart or my mind ever gonna stop being a parent? No. So I'm in constant relationship with how to be the best parent that I can be. And a lot of that is learning on the job. A lot of it is listening on the job. Contrary to what a lot of people think for me personally, it is more of me listening and learning than it is me teaching. For some people, parenthood is more teaching. I actually think my children have way more to teach me than I've got to teach them. And then I have to do the best job with supporting them, providing for them, nurturing them, giving them room to be their best self. But for me to recognize who their best self is, I have to be willing to be in relationship to understanding them. And sometimes as parents, we want them to be what we want them to be. We want our children to become whoever we want them to be. And we're not allowing them to be who they are. And we do the same thing in relationships. We do the same thing in jobs. We do the same thing wherever we go. And so my conversation today is how do we shift so that we're enabling or allowing ourselves to become masters? Because mastering something takes some work and it takes some time and it takes some energy, and it takes some courage, and it takes some faith. And we're having to learn to push our doubts and disbeliefs to a corner, because there is gonna be a point in the journey, whether it's a relationship, whether it's weight loss, whether it is work where you want to quit, but the pain of quitting is worse than the pain of pushing forward. But there is a pain in pushing forward because to become a master, you're gonna to have to become somebody that you currently are not. But it's not outside of you. 
we are who we are from habit as much as we are who we are from how we think and how we think dictates our habits right so if you believe i said this the other day that you are a type a certain person you wake up and act as that person so when you go to work and you are the employee you walk into those doors and you act as the employee. When you go into work and you're the boss, you go in and you conduct yourself in a completely different manner. And I just want to come here in this morning to say to you guys, just like I did on Tuesday, to believe in yourself differently so you act differently, so your habits are different. And over time, those good decisions become good days. Those good days become good weeks. Those good weeks become good months and those good months become good years. And within that, you become a master at what you're putting your time, energy and efforts to. But that has to be a choice. That has to be a commitment. That has to be a conscious decision. And the more that we continue to make these conscious decisions to master something, is the more that we start to shift our lives in a way that we could never ever imagine. I remember when my relationship with God was shaky. It was it was shaky. It was a as and when and if and maybe uh, potentially. Like the paddles have always been there, but I wasn't rowing the boat. Just like my relationship with myself was non-existent, like zero, none, zero, nothing there. But then I started to recognize that change is a savage business. And the reason why I say it's a savage business is we're not coming out the same. When you become a master at something, there has been time, there's been energy, there's been effort. And to be honest, you've really got to be willing to suffocate some of your BS. And when I say BS, I'm talking about bullshit, but I'm also talking about your belief systems. Because your belief systems are continuing to lead you to where you are. And so today, I want to keep encouraging you guys to just have faith, have some courage and drive all of your doubts into a corner because there is a master in you. There is something inside of you that you've got to bring forth and it's not going to be easy. But not moving isn't easy too. not making decisions isn't easy too, And even for some of us, making the making the decision isn't hard but doing the actions that follow to become that master can be difficult. Miss Dixie's coming to the stage. Oh, you know. So if anybody's got anything to say, you're more than welcome to come to the stage and um, share anything that you've got on this point or anything that you say. And um, I just wanna say that mastery is actually where it becomes truly difficult. We sometimes think that not moving at all or the circumstances we're in right now are hard. And majority of the time they're hard just because we're thinking that they're hard. They're hard because of what we've put around them. But when you actually decide, like I decided, you know what? I'm gonna wake up every day and make it a responsibility to touch, share, inspire, conversate, reach out to other people and let them know that they're worth more than they currently know they are. And in the beginning, that decision was kind of easy because it was just like, yeah, I'll send a text message a day. Or yeah, when people speak to me, they feel low, I'll encourage them. But over time, that's become creating a business. That's become loads of different platforms. That's become having people rely on you. So guess what? Now, whether I feel good or not, there are people waiting on me to show up. 
And so mastering that craft, mastering that idea, mastering that belief system is sometimes so difficult because you are under your own pressure. You are under your own life. There is so much happening that sometimes you're going through stuff, but it doesn't matter because you've got to be able to build that muscle that says, let's go. Regardless to what, I'm going to wake up today. I was so tired, so, so, so tired so tired and as well I was praying with my family at 5 a.m I kept affirming I am feeling good I am feeling good I am going to make it to 5 a.m club I'm going to make it to exercise after and I'll make it to clubhouse I'm feeling good and that was a subconscious thought that I was saying again and again and again and again as my family prayed because I was physically emotionally mentally tired today and the minute that I got into that vibration of that momentum of affirming that I feel good, I feel good, I've got energy, I feel good. I got up, I was ready, I made it to 5 a.m. club. And even in exercise, I was gonna just stretch because we've had a good week, so I was gonna just stretch. And literally, as soon as we played the first track, something kicked in and it said to me, take it up, let's go. And I said to them, oops, change of direction, we're doing something else today. And we just moved. And now, even my mum mentioned, and she's going to say something now, she said, Tanya isn't probably going to end up going back to sleep after. Hell no, I am so fired up. I'm so pumped up. I'm so ready. I've got so much energy to go into this day. But I know it was a conscious decision as I laid there and prayed to change what I was thinking because I woke up feeling tired. And my thinking was going to go into, oh, it's okay. Don't need to be there. Don't need to do that. Doesn't matter. I had a good room yesterday. Don't need to. A bag of excuses started to roll out of my head. And I was like, execution, Tanya, let's go. And that is the realm that I put myself in most days. I hear the excuses. I watch the excuses. I even listen to them sometimes. But overall, I'm like, execution, baby girl. Miss Tina, Grand Rising Mother, you've got something to say? Yeah, I think you should have just said, I'm coming for you, Mum, today. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you pretended to make this thing about power and mastery when you're clearly just speaking to me. <laughs> and I know people in the audience think that she's clearly just speaking to you. But guess what? Like Tali said, there's a lot of things that, yeah, I, I did recently. And I realised that, oh, I like to be accountable. I like when they're, that i got to show people in the space that I can do it. But can I do that for myself? <laughs> the other thing is that we've been consistently praying for a while now. Um, another wonderful plan that Tanya came up with, that the family rise at five and do prayer together. Um, and, yeah, I think we're quite consistent in that. Um but I pray and I say, master of this day. I say it every day. I say, master of this day. I'm saying every day in prayer, master of this day. But I'm not mastering nothing. So it's like, um, it's like I'm plugging in the kettle. I'm plugging into the power. But then I'm saying, oh, the kettle ain't working. Has the fuse gone? Is it has the electricity tripped? What's going on? How come... If you put on the power, you plug in that plug, then why are you not getting the, the, what you what you think you're going to get? So that's a question that I'm asking myself now in terms of power in mastery. It's like I'm connecting to the master, 
if we say God, Jesus, the creator, source, whatever you want to say, the universe is the master. And then we're, we're plugging in or we're checking in or we're affirming or whatever meditation, whatever method you use, we're not getting the results. Not, not as in the result, but we're not even getting switched on. Then what are we really plugging into? So that's, that's a question that I'm asking myself. I love that because just on that point, I wrote down on my piece of paper yesterday that people are enslaved by their habits and people are not willing to reach into the darkness, right, of their issues, it's you, and pull into the light. But actually, that's where that's where the answers are. That's where the healing is. That's where the growth is, right? And so... I like that you said that you like to kind of show up and be like, yeah, I can be accountable, but can I hold myself accountable? And I think in mastery, that's where the game changes. Because in my experience, I recognize that people get great results in accountability. And actually, a lot of people rob themselves of that experience because they go on journeys alone. And it's easy to fall off. It's just easy to fall off or it's easy to get the result and then be like, okay, cool. But again, that mastery comes with um, a level of responsibility as much as it does accountability, but it also comes with a deep relationship with self and a deep relationship with your creator, I believe. Because when you've got the people, for instance, who are the athletes, let's take an athlete, for example, they've got a goal and their goal is to get gold or whatever at the race. But to get to that place, there is certain habits thinking, mindset, daily things that they are doing, right? There's a level of faith. There's a level of courage. There's a level of persistence, commitment, resilience that they are literally practicing, applying and building a relationship with every single day. And sometimes we only have that relationship with those things when we're under attack. We only have that relationship with those things when it's too heavy or when we've done, we're feeling too low. But being a master is about having that relationship every single day, whether things are pretty or not, whether things are good or not, whether things are bad or not. We are choosing to have a relationship with courage, a relationship with resilience, a relationship with commitment, a relationship with persistence, a relationship with faith. And there has to come a point in time where we're willing to say like, yo, do I actually have this relationship with these things or not? Am I willing to let life pass me by or am I willing to get into the game of playing the game of life? Giving something, experiencing something, feeling something, connecting to something. Are you willing And the game changes when you start to answer that question with yes. And I think that you said that about an athlete, because in my head, when you were talking before I came up, I was thinking about Karate Kid. And I always think about the old master, you know, and when Karate Kid wanted to learn how to fight, wanted to learn how to, you know, get. So I'm looking at it as my fight through life. The master, he did such calm things. He done such things that looked like, how is this going to help me with my fight? Yeah. But he was a master in training. 
And sometimes for me, I think it's, it's me beating up on myself because like, even when I look at consistency now, I couldn't swim, right? So I went and I took swimming lessons and I learned to swim. I passed the certificates, yeah? But then when I passed, it's like, okay, you can swim now. Will I go in the deep end? Hell no. Hell no. I just want to be where my feet, I could still feel like I, I don't want to swim outside of my depth. And I think sometimes to be a master, it takes swimming outside of your depth. It takes taking yourself to levels, like I said before, a new territory where you don't recognize yourself. And then that's where the faith kicks in. That's where the breathe through it kicks. That's where everything, the actual magic of life really starts. I love that. And it's so true because I wrote here as well that people stop in what feels good and don't push past what doesn't feel good. And there's something about being a, becoming master in something. Like I said, there is the only master, right? But even if you wanna have a relationship with, with God, even if you wanna have a relationship with yourself, right? There's so much parts of it that are uncomfortable. There's so much parts of it where you feel out of your pocket. You literally feel like you're in the deep end, swallowing the loads of water and the water's going over your head. But when you push past that and you start treading water and you start treading water and you start treading water and you might be tired and then you swim, you swim, you swim, you swim, you swim. Listen, what comes with that, what comes with that is like irreplaceable. And like you said, when we meet the masters, it's like the masters are so calm. They're so, they got ways that we're like, what is that supposed to mean? Or what is that supposed to do? But they know what they're doing and they know why they're doing it. And they know where it can take us and where it can lead us. But because we see them as a master, we trust them. When you have a real relationship with God, we don't question what's going to happen in the day because we know he's got us and it really is whatever he wants it to be, right? But when you're choosing then to become a master at something, why are we not giving ourselves that permission to jump? Why are we not giving ourselves that permission to keep pushing? Why are we not giving ourselves that permission to become even better at something that we're already good at? Why are we stopping at good and not choosing great? Why are we not going from great to exceptional? Why are we not going from exceptional to outstanding? Why are we not going from outstanding to like, yo, why are we stopping at what feels good and not pushing past that into what's uncomfortable so that we can learn how to be a master? Why don't we give ourselves permission? And I think another thing with growth um, is when I look at my plants and sometimes they grow really uncontrollably and they look kind of ugly. And I want to shape them up to look pretty on the windowsills, right? And that's what it feels like for me in my growth. Some areas, it's like, wow, you're really growing and expanding there, but here you're falling short. So if I looked at myself like a plant, I have a plant in the house that one side is really flourishing and the other side is dry like the desert. And when I looked at when um, somebody gave Tanya a plant, they gave her a clipping and it was doing so well. And then they said to her, now cut it because you have to cut it for it for it to grow. 
And Tanya was like, oh, God, I wish I didn't follow her to cut this flood because look at it now. <laughs> and then Tanya left it, <laughs> didn't think about it, didn't focus on it. And if you see how beautiful it has grown. So sometimes what I'm doing is I'm beating up on myself like, oh, my God, I didn't used to walk. I used to be stuck on my settee. I did a challenge and I walked for 100 plus days, rain, snow, whatever. My father died. I still got out there with the support of my sisters. I still walked. And then afterwards, in dealing with the nonsense around my father's death, I just realized that what I do is I punish myself. Somewhere has to have a punishment because I don't feel good. So I've got to punish myself. It's not a conscious thing, but I've, I've catched that that's what I do. And then I fall off. So, but just on that point, can I just say right there, yeah, that's the, how will you know power if you don't know attack? We have to be put under attack sometimes so that we can know our power. Do you understand? It's just like one thing that I learned from yesterday is how much of us, when we go on a healing journey or a self journey, do we say, right, I'm coming out of relationships because I need to focus on myself right? But the whole of life is about relationships. So yes, focus on you, but recognize whether you get in a relationship today, tomorrow, five years, six years, seven years, it's still going to be about you understanding you as much as it's going to be about you relating to another person. But we try to shut things down because we don't recognize that actually we're put under pressure so that we can press and when we push past that press, now we can own that power. Now we can own that courage. Now we can own that resilience, but we see it as an attack and we crumble as the an attack. And this is where I'm saying to become a master, we've got to develop a master mindset. And the master mindset says, yo, I've got this. The master mindset says execution. The master mindset says, this is an excuse and I'm gonna shut it down. But a lot of the time people are happy. I hear conversations all the time and all I hear is a bag of excuses. And I'm like, wow, wow. But the thing is people don't know it as an excuse because they've not ever allowed themselves to push past an excuse. So when you now allow yourself to push past, you recognize, damn, that was just an excuse. And the thing about it is that I'm getting better at catching my excuses. I could, I could comfortably sit in that excuse and make it a whole lifestyle, but I'm getting better at catching the excuses. And I know that there are some people in the audience that I love very dearly, and they constantly say to me, why are you being so hard on yourself? Why are you being so hard on yourself? But you said that there is a choice. You know, when I was sitting down not moving and my legs were swelling, my blood pressure was high, and it was like doctors were saying, you're gonna die, obesity is a thing, right? So it was kind of like I was sitting still in the choices of that reality and not doing anything about it. So now I've chosen right now, my life is precious, I am going to fight for this, I am going to train for this, I'm gonna master this, yeah? I don't always make, that's not always the best decision when I put the crisp in my mouth, or I put the, the cabossier down my throat or whatever means I do, but ultimately there's a choice. Either when I was sitting down in the shit, smelling of it, or when I'm gonna stand up and say, nah, I can, I can do this. I'm equipped to do this because 
I am the master of my life. I'm connected to the master of my life and he's given me all the provisions to master my life. So there's more like, yeah, I am. It's going to be hard, but it's not hard if you understand what I mean, because it's like when Tanya cut that plant, she was like, oh no, why did I listen? Why did I do that? I wish I didn't do it. But honestly, if you see the plant now, there's so much more of that plant that she could even give others clippings off of it. I literally cut clippings, I chucked clippings in the bin this just this week because it was so big. <laughs> but this is what I mean, you know, that whole quote where they say, be willing to cut off your dead ends. And I'm not just talking about hair. We don't, and I personally never understood how cutting your dead ends allows your hair to grow. I was like, that makes no sense to me. But actually it's about giving it room to breathe. It's about opening it up. It's about giving it that space to create that growth. And it's the same for us. This is how it is with excuses. If we don't cut them off, right? They stop us from growing. And when we first start to cut them off, we might feel naked because it doesn't look pretty. It doesn't feel pretty. It's not pretty. But when we are persistent and we commit and we keep pushing, we come to that place of being able to be a master of that thing because we've cut through the excuses. And one thing that I would say to everybody in this room is like mum says, you do always have choice. But one thing I would say is focus on action. Like I said in the beginning, I do everything from being led by my heart. But because I recognize the condition of my heart sometimes in terms of if I get hurt, then I will be making decisions from pain. If I'm in love, I'll be making decisions from love. My deepest relationship, right, is with the condition of my heart after my relationship with God and myself. Because my heart leads me. Some people's head leads them. And I feel like you need to figure out who you are as a person. Are you a person that is led by your head? If you're led by your head, what is the condition of your mind? Are you a person that is led by your heart? My heart is connected to my gut. So the relationship that I have with myself, period, in terms of my mindset, my heart, my feelings, my emotions, right? And my spirit, that ordains every step that I take. But that is because I am consciously having a relationship with each part of my body. I'm not just having a relationship with my spirit. I'm not just having a relationship with my emotions. I'm not just having a relationship with my mind. I'm having a relationship with all of them to understand how they work together or against each other. Some of the biggest battles that many of you fight as to why you can't master anything is because you have no relationship with those things, number one, and number two, you do not focus on moving forward. You focus on being stuck. You focus on your current conditions. You focus on what's not happening. You focus on what happened in the past. You focused on everyone and everything else apart from taking action. And actually for some people, I pray that hurts you enough to move. I pray it hurts you enough to have an honest conversation with yourself. I pray it touches you enough to go off of this conversation and ask yourself, wait a minute, do I know how I actually think? Do I know how I actually process things? And is that healthy? Is that working out for me? Wait, do my emotions lead me all of the time? 
If they feel good, I do great stuff. If I don't feel good, I lay in my bed. Is that healthy? Hold on a minute. Do I have any kind of relationship with my gut? Do I have any relationship with my spirit? Is that healthy? Is it helping me? And when we start to ask ourselves these questions and we're willing to sit long enough to answer them, now we're able to build a blueprint to move. I recognize for a long time in my life, my mind and my heart were at war. They were at war. So sometimes I would follow my head. Other times I would follow my heart. Most sometimes I'd follow my spirit, but they were not in alignment. I didn't even know that they were out of alignment because nobody had said that to me. But I could feel a war. I could feel a constant wanting something, needing something, not feeling good enough, desiring things. But what happens when you really build a relationship with those things and you bring them into alignment and you bring them into alignment with the creator and now you bring yourself into that alignment? Life is different. I know, like I know, like I know, like I know, I was not sent here to struggle at all. I wasn't sent here to struggle mentally, physically, emotionally, or spiritually. Struggle is a choice. And people are gonna come for me, but I said what I said. Just like abundance is a choice. And I just wanna confirm that struggle and abundance are both available to everybody. Just the same way that love and fear are both available to everybody. You've got to decide what the abundance of your life looks like. Just like are you aware of the struggles of your life? You've got to start to recognize and understand what the love in its purest form in you and your life looks like just like, are you aware of what the fears in your life look like? And the saddest thing is, so many people are blissfully unaware. So, you know, like, for instance, with um, when you say, like, the relationship with your gut, um, you know, before I didn't know, I think at one point I was probably even diagnosed with irritable bowels syndrome, yeah? But now I know when I get that diarrhea, when I get that, I cannot stop going to the toilet, yeah, then something is going on in my gut. You understand what I'm saying? So yep. it's like when you speak about unconsciously, I didn't know that. There was many times when I was going to do something and, you know, I, I know you mentioned last night that you're a shy person and people that know me don't realise that I'm a very shy person. Um, and I'd be going to do something and I would have the literal fear in my stomach, diarrhea, running to the toilet, toilet, whether it's, it's both number two or number one, whatever you want to call it, whatever number, I'm running to the toilet. And then I started to understand, oh my goodness, this is, this is how I'm processing this. This is how I'm actually processing what I've got to deal with. And yesterday, out of nowhere, um, you know, Bev was coming to take Tanya and I out. And literally the same thing. It's like this uncontrollable feeling. And I'm going to Bev, 
I want to know which conversation it came from. I want to know what I picked up. I want to know. I, I'm kind of processing what what happened. What what was said that has got, gone to my stomach in this way. So I think you're right about developing that relationship with yourself. Because sometimes it could come from a conversation, a phone call. It could come from a smell of something. It could come from something that you saw outside that triggered something, and you're not conscious of how that's affected your gut. And the last body that it will manifest in is your physical body. And again, that's something that I've had to learn over time. So I was missing the telltale signs of when I walked in or spoke to someone or had an experience and it just didn't make my spirit feel good. You know, it affected me mentally or emotionally. It suffocated me. But because I didn't have that relationship with those three parts of me individually, I didn't know which area it affected and I didn't know what it, where it went to. But next thing you know, I'm vomiting uncontrollably for three days because energy doesn't die, it just transforms. So energy has to come out somewhere or is stored somewhere, it doesn't die. But now, because I have more awareness and I'm in more relationship with all those parts of myself, I could feel great. And then something happens and I don't feel so good. And straight away, I'm like, what happened? And again, like you just did, I'm like, damn, it was when that person said that. That actually affected me emotionally and I've made it mean X, Y, or Z. Do I still want it to mean X, Y, or Z? No, replace it. And it's a constant progress and it's a conscious progress. And it actually is a part of me learning to master not just have, not just be, not just to get a result, but to master the relationship with myself. And so... I watched as well, I wasn't next to you as in the same room, but the other day processing how you feel about watching a dead body, and especially it being your grandfather, and the different experience that you were going to be viewing him virtually, you were by yourself, and... The way that you dealt with it, you still mastered it. You understand me? You went through your emotion, but you came to a, a point of realisation. I was very dramatic, very, very instantaneously dramatic. But I quickly came to peace. But again, I allowed myself to go through that process. And that was a conscious conversation. Am I going to go through this process or am I going to just not? face it are you going to face it Tanya or are you not Tanya are you going to skim it to the side or are you going to do it and I chose to face it and that's what I would say even sometimes before I speak before I've danced before I've done a show that people think well you've been doing that for years why are you shy or you've been doing that for years why are you acting like that by the time I step on that stage sometimes every part of me is wet with sweat because of nerves, because my belly is turning over before I step out. But once I've stepped and I'm in the moment, it's go time. But before I make that choice, there is a bucket, a whirlwind, a storm of emotions, of feelings, of this, of that, and I step into it. And every time that I step into it, my confidence is built, my self-esteem is built. And so for those of you that are willing and wanting and ready to master something, recognize that confidence is a result of it. That self-esteem is a result of it. For your confidence and your self-esteem and all of this good stuff to 
come up, you've got to be willing to step into some things that scare you. You've got to be willing to face some demons. You've got to be willing to overcome some doubts. And over time, you just get better. It doesn't mean they go away, but it just means that you are learning to master how to deal with it. And so I pray that this conversation invites you all to recognize that you are, you are the captain of your ship. Where are you sailing to? What are you willing to do? Who are you willing to become? What are you willing to master in this day? In this very sec day, and remember I said it starts with decisions and those decisions become days and then days, weeks, weeks, months, months, year, into day. Maybe you just need to master having integrity. Maybe you just need to master being kinder. Maybe you need to master having more patience. Maybe you need to master doing what you said you was gonna do. Maybe you need to master being on time. But if you just take one thing at a time to master over time, do you know who you will become? Give yourself permission to master something today. That's me for this morning. The conversation has gone on way longer, but I pray y'all have got something. I pray your spirit feels something. I pray you're lifted. Thank you so much for being here, listening. Thank you so much, mum, for coming to the stage and interacted and offering anything. Is there anybody in the room that would like to say anything before we go? This is your opportunity to come up. Oop. We got Cece and Rising. Is she doing a room tomorrow? Next week, Wednesday. What time will it be? We can put it in our diary. Okay, thank you very much. Next week, Wednesday, 7.30 in the morning. Yes. Perfect. So... You have me shrinking, everybody. <laughs> Tina will be here with her own room next week, Wednesday, 7.30 in the morning. Make sure you're here. It will be great. Miss Bev has a room tonight. It's Thursday, right? Yep, at 6 p.m. So you can check out that room. And literally, I pray that y'all continue to um, enjoy the conversations. And um, if you are up for it, join the network. There's so much of these women and people in the network who are stepping into their season. Like they're being encouraged to share their truth. They've been encouraged to step into their leadership, whatever it is. And the fact that we've already got a tribe rooting for each other is incredible. So please continue to be of love, support and light today. Step into your own light and let it shine so bright that if people don't like it, they need to buy shades. By the way, I sell them. Y'all can buy some if you need them because people's light is blocking you. <laughs> one, of, one of the things that I'm going to take from today and this conversation is that I am going, not, not I am going, I am disciplining my bullshit. Yes. I have a lot of bullshit that we call belief systems that are just getting in my way at the moment. So I'm going to just have a dance with them and yeah, just lead them into a different frame. Yes, one thing that you guys could do is write an excuse list, a belief system list. And every time you observe something that just isn't for you, write it on that list. So whether that is, I'm shrinking every time I should get big, 
are when a man speaks to me, it makes me feel small. When a certain tone comes at me, it makes me angry. There's certain things that you need to conquer. And they'll keep occurring until you conquer them. So why not make a list? So then now put that list somewhere where you can see it. And when those things come on, you're like, oh, that's on my excuse list. I'm not doing that today. I'm a very hands-on person. Anything that I tell people to do is really kind of practical, but it helps you on so many levels. And I'm the type of person who gets out a pen and paper, writes stuff down, like, yo, I actually silenced my voice today. Somebody approached me and, you know, I was challenged. And instead of me standing up and speaking up, I just watched myself go small. It made me feel sick. I didn't like it. We're not doing that again. And then the next time that I'm in that circumstance, I'm like, uh, excuse me, I've got something to say. And then I like encourage myself. And on the other half of the list, I will write like a time and a date that I overcame it because I also want to build the muscle of confidence that says, girl, you have slayed these dragons before, you will slay them again. Sometimes the voice of doubt, beating ourselves up, punishing, la di da di da the whip on our backs is louder than the blessings. That's why I wrote the other week and it was echoed in an audio. You know, we're not just here to break generational curses. We're here to have some blessings. We're here to get generational blessings. So you gotta count yourself in. And you can't count yourself into your blessings and your bullshit at the same time. You gotta choose one. Reminds me of that Soka song, pick a side. You gotta pick a side. And when you, like I said, focus on action, focus on the blessing, focus on miracles, just shift your life to actually fundamentally thinking, being, living, knowing, growing from that space is different. I got an email yesterday and it said, oh, Tanya, I have to read it like this because this was just the tone. Oh, Tanya, it's so incredible what you post and I really like to read it, but I'm going through so much right now and all I can think about is worrying every day and every day I wake up and I worry and everything is worrying me and I'm worrying about my parents and I'm worrying about my funds and I'm worrying and I took a whole day to respond to the email because the way that I am with myself, my reply would have been cut the bullshit, like real talk. But not everybody can take that and not everybody's in a place to receive that. So I had to be coach T and I had to write it back in a way that said, listen, you wake up every single day and every single day you have a choice. And that choice is to be grateful that you've got breath, to be grateful that you're alive, to be grateful that you've got opportunities, to be grateful for whatever. And you can focus on what you've got to be grateful for and experience freedom and be able to create and be or you could wake up every day and worry and be trapped in the prison of your own mind and your life but you've got a choice and she wrote back I'm gonna try to understand this <laughs> and I laughed and then I wrote back again even more simple you focus on joy you get joy you focus on things to worry about, you get more things to worry about. It's a universal law that always, 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 always works. And that is the basis that a lot of us need to start to rebuild our life on. What are we focused on and are we willing to master the things that we're great at or good at? Are we willing to be outstanding?
we think that a lot of the times, even as women or as black women or as black people or this woman or that woman, that we're counted out. But when you sit with you, honestly, how many times are you putting your best foot forward? How many times are you speaking out of love? How many times are you finding the beauty in everything? How many times are you willing to be grateful in the most toxic or turmoil situations and answer it? And a lot of the time, you're probably not. So again, life is giving you what you choose to be. Choose more for yourself. Choose higher for yourself and see what happens. I'm done, guys. I pray you have an amazing, incredible, awesome day. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. And literally just be great and master your greatness. Master being great. Can y'all imagine if we just chose to master being great? Nothing else mattered, but we woke up every day and said, I am going to master being great. When struggle comes, I'm going to master being great. When pain comes, I'm going to master being great. When anything happens, I'm going to master being great. Can you imagine what your life would start to look like? Be great, guys. Okay. I